R. Kelly, you good? Yeah. You sure that's not a piece of mixed up? Oh Confusion. It's been so long. Man, and it's a killing me. There's just too many people, and they're all too hard to please. R. Kelly, this is the final mixed-up confusion of the entire year. 2017 ends in a couple of days. It's December 28th. My dad's birthday was yesterday. Oh, happy birthday to your dad. Hey. Let's talk about a couple of things today. So we're going to talk about, uh, number one, obviously, our top 20. Everybody does at this time of the year their top 2017 list. Well, you guess what? We're no different. We're pandering <laughs> just like everyone else. So we're going to do our top 20 of all the stuff that we've recommended over the years. Everything, <laughs> everything we've recommended over the year. And we're also going to be looking at our uh, – we're going to – this is weird, but we're going to be ranking the Bob Dylan songs only because I think, A, Kelly's got a scientific method, and B, because I think it's kind of fun to see where we even match up. Like, what are the songs that I really love over the course of 15 years versus where Kelly's coming down on over, you know, the course of a couple months? I love it. I love where the dichotomy and where the seam lines are being sewn for the Civil War that's brewing Between you in and this I. podcast. Yes. So it's going to be fantastic. So, Kelly, let's start at the most logical place. So before we get to Bob Dylan in a Bob Dylan podcast, let's start <laughs> with our recommendations. <laughs> let's start with our recommendations. So we, nice. we made a conscious effort when we started this podcast. If you listen back on Tuesday, we talked um, for a long time about – what it means to start a podcast and do that as two people that a had never done a podcast before uh and b who weren't really like doers if you will you know we're, we we talk a lot we were talkers talkers now we're doers now we're doers which is amazing it's an amazing feeling to to um t- to have and to be consistently doing but we made a conscious effort when we started to to recommend things beyond Bob Dylan because the point was not just to talk about Bob Dylan and sort of delve into that world. That was important, but also things that maybe made us think of Dylan or uh, were thematically similar to it or in ways that we didn't even realize were similar. Or maybe weeks later we were hinting on themes that we talked about earlier. So there, there was a whole wrapped up world of recommendations that we had over the course of 40 long episodes uh, for season one of, of Sun in the Window. You can go back and listen to individual episodes or you can get it right here at the source. This is the top 20. So we're going to trade off from number 20 up to number one. I hate the websites that start with number one. It's like once I see number one, what's the point of even even – Who starts con- with one? More places than you think. So we're going to start with number 20. We're going to trade it off. Kelly, you're going to start. And we're just going to talk about um, if we share anything or – Honestly, I don't know what her list is. She doesn't know what mine is. So we might have uh, very specific remembrances of listening to these because we do tend to listen to them together. Uh, Kelly, number 20. So I ranked mine a little different. I mostly was just like, these are the most important things of the categories. Like, because we talked about music. We've talked about, oh, you yeah, talked yeah. about books, TV and movies and stuff. Podcasts. So, yeah. yeah, podcasts. So I Obviously, my... we are a podcast. So podcasts are important. Yes. So I've picked my favorites of those things. But I'm, I'm going to pretend. The top five I have for sure. Okay. So I'm going to pretend from 20 through 5. So otherwise it's sort of interchangeable. It's just yes. But you, things. you thought this out. I thought this out. you're ready to go. All right. So I'm just going to fire off real quick. Number 20. Nick Drake, the artist. That's right. All of his music. That was great. That was part of uh, when we were talking about Cynthia Gooding, mm-hmm. uh, Folk Singer's Choice, right? I think that was I around. Think, yeah, I, think so. I don't think we recommended on that one. Rewind Revi- Revi- all of that. So on episode no, 16. 12. 12, which was talking John Birch. You went all about his mom. We learned all about his mom. His mom was a saint. None of you stand so tall. Pink moon, and I get you. That was it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my number 20 is a fake number 20. These are the albums that I would have recommended if we were doing a podcast earlier. Fake number 20. Fake number 20. So these are a couple of records that I never got a chance to recommend. Uh, Number one of those is absolutely Run Them Jewels 3. Um, 
that came out. It technically came out on Christmas Day last year as a Christmas present to us, but it technically released in January of 2017. So, uh, so there's that cloud. Nothing's life without sound. Fantastic record. Code Orange Forever, which is not nominated for a heavy metal Grammy, which is out of this world. I don't even. I don't understand. Uh, Rihanna Giddens. Freedom Highway. I'm surprised we didn't bring this up more often. She is actually a MacArthur Fellow. Uh, Spoon, Hot Thoughts, Meat Wave, The Incessant, Japan Droids, which is probably one of the first records that came out this year, uh, Near the Wild, Heart of Life, and Hooray for the Riff Raff, The Navigator. You can't even pick me out of the My dad wrote a porno, which I think we both recommended. This is a podcast that's lovely. It's a com- comedy podcast. Um, it's only it's actually – it has a Christmas special that's out uh, as we speak. So go listen to that. But oh, season – series, sorry, British. Series four should be coming out uh, sometime in 2018. Wonderful. It's fantastic. My number 19 is a movie we just saw a couple of weeks ago called The Disaster Artist. Shit. Off of one of the uh, one of the best movies we've ever seen called The Room. But we, one of the worst but you didn't movies. recommend that. No, but it doesn't have to be because that's the point. You know, this is our it. final recommendations. <laughs> Kelly, this is the 28th of December. Like, yeah, it's over. We haven't had any episodes in three weeks. Okay. Well, I also recommend that. Okay. But so it's you're... not one of my numbers. <laughs> so Disaster Artist, though, we saw it. Yeah, and uh, we don't amazing. see a whole lot of movies. I, I don't. You don't. There's so. one on our list. On our recommendations. From the well, year, and Star Wars will yeah. clearly show up on both of our lists somewhere because um, we've seen that and it's great. Um, the Disaster Artist is amazing. <laughs> it's so much fun. If you've never seen The Room, I recommend watching The Room before. I don't buy the hype that it's better – like not better, but it's – you can do it without The Room. I think it is better that you've seen The Room. Oh, I think you have to. I think you have to. People are saying you don't have to? I mean, okay, I can Okay, yeah. I can see it. I So can I. It's the same thing but with – But it's um, not the same, man. It's the same thing with I'm Not There. It's yeah, like, okay. It's passable. I understand, but it is not as enjoyable without yeah, understanding sure. the context for all of the scenes that he's doing. And yeah, at the so end, they do a fun montage that's part of the movie. It's not the extra end credit scene. That is just a shot for shot of – James Franco and friends doing the room and without having all of the context of the room, I don't think it's as like gut punchingly funny. I bought some drugs off of him. Things got mixed up. I didn't mean for this to happen. <laughs> I don't have them anymore. What kind of drugs, Denny? It doesn't matter. I don't have them anymore. It doesn't matter. How in the hell did you get involved with drugs? Uh, what were you giving them to him? Selling them to him? Where in the hell did you meet that man? What kind of drugs do you take? It's nothing like that. What the hell is wrong with you? I just needed some money to pay off some stuff. How much do you have to give him? This is not the way you make money. How much? If it is playing, it should be playing... Uh, around the country now, so I recommend going out and watching it with people. Kelly? Uh, Becoming X by the Sneaker Pimps. Um, it's just, it's an older, so most of my recommendations are not from stuff that came out this year. Uh, I made a point to like highlight which ones that did. So this is an older album, came out in 96, uh, I believe, and I just fucking love it. It's so great. So if you haven't ever listened to that, don't listen to the other Blood Sports Worthless. The only one that's good is the one the woman sings on, and that's <laughs> Becoming X. So that's Becoming X. My number 18 <laughs> is Converge, the band. So they came out with uh, – they have a famous record in 2001 called Jane Doe. They have, they have a great live album called Jane Live, which is the whole album live from I think somewhere in Europe, Germany, let's say. Who knows? Where they play the entirety and it's brutal and it's amazing and it's beautiful. And they also released a brand new record called The Dusk Is Us. Uh, it came out in October, November, one of the two. And it was incredible. And I don't know if I recommended it. I'm pretty sure I did on the podcast. But um, if you like hardcore music and you like metal core, if you like stuff that's not definable, listen to Converge. Cool. Number 17, Kelly. Crazy Heads. Uh, Crazy Heads is... Uh, oh, it's a show. Yeah, it's a show. It's a BBC show. Um, it was a British show. Yeah. And it follows around a demon hunter and her friend and... Uh, it got fucking canceled after one season. And no way. It's a huge bummer because it was six episodes of fucking gold. Oh, brilliant. Um, I'm gonna just piggyback off of this. I'm doing a lot of piggybacking. Oh, that's good. Piggybacking everywhere. Lots of pigs. Um, 
there's also another series that only got two seasons that was a BBC show that was fucking amazing called In the Flesh that I've never talked about, but it reminded me of this because it got canceled too, um, about a zombie, which I'm not usually into zombies that are people, but I've come around. A zombie. A zombie, yes. Um, but this was actually, I watched this way before that, and I watched this like two years ago. It's amazing. The main character is a zombie who is bisexual, and he's fucking amazing, and it's just like, I've never seen a gay zombie love, love story, and it's just wonderful. So I feel like I've heard of it in the flesh. Yeah, they just brought it to Netflix, I think, or Hulu. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, I watched it. So it's years there. Ago. So it's available. Yeah, so. go for it. My number seventeen is not Game of Thrones this year. <laughs> uh, very disappointing. <laughs> However, <laughs> definitely binge mode. Uh, the final episode yes. is still one of the best moments of, uh, I think, podcastum out there um, that you could possibly listen to. They're back for a weekly pod at this point. They've. Uh, They've talked about everything from Coco to Black Mirror, which uh, comes out tomorrow, the new season. We – I love Jason and Mallory from back at Grantland days. So the fact that they are together doing a podcast for The Ringer and a binge mode for Game of Thrones was just one of the greatest summer experiences. Uh, their episodes, Kelly, I don't know if you know this, but they were better than our episodes of our Game of Thrones recap. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> just slightly, just slightly better. Um, they had, at the very end, when it was going away, I was, like, like crying at work. Uh, it was so moving. Um, Absolutely. Jason's, uh, Jason's um, plea to the creators. Plea to creators to take magic seriously, take fantasy seriously, is legitimate. And I love it. And I love them. And the fact that they're back for a weekly Hopefully they just keep going forever and ever and ever, but at least until Game of Thrones comes back and we can finalize the whole thing out. Like whatever, whatever it takes to get those two on a microphone together, my heart is with them. Sixteen Vampire Weekend, also the band. Um, <laughs> all three other albums are great. We did listen to this. Yeah, my my favorite is their first album, actually, which I can't remember. Really? Enough. Yeah. Because Contra uh, was the second one, right? Contra's second. I'm a fan of the third. I'm a fan of the. Third. They're all fucking amazing. Well, but your but your preference is the first one. Yeah, it's just because I don't know the, the way it opens. Like, bum bum bum, I see a man's foot root through the. Ch-. I don't know. It's like okay. it just makes me happier to me. Yeah. It, so it's so it's time period. It just feels yeah. so. I mean, it's, it's fun for you to come out, come to it later, <laughs> where you can like almost appreciate the um, the tree in the museum or whatever. But it was fun at the time, where it's just like you didn't really know what to make of this band. So I'm glad that we've all come around to Vampire Weekend. Makes me really nostalgic for a college life I didn't have. All right, my number 16. Uh, let's bring it down a peg, Kelly. Mount Erie. A crow oh, looked at Jesus. me. I don't know where that's on your – I don't know where on the list that is making it or not making it. it. didn't make it, but oh my god. Yeah, so that record is still disaster. Um, Real Death, I want to recommend the song. And also Toothbrush slash Trash, where he does the – door closed and kicks the door closed it is the most visceral record of the year it is a record that will tear your face off and not in a good way um but it's one of those that you just can't you can't just dismiss casually so uh listen at your own peril but do understand that it's something that um that everyone goes through man and it's better to face up to your feelings and facts today rather than tomorrow maybe it'll maybe it'll help you I knew these birds were omens, but of what I wasn't sure. They were flying out toward the island where we hoped to move. You were probably inside. You were probably aching, wanting not to die. Your body transformed. I couldn't bear to look, so I turned my head west like an early death Kelly number 15 Throwing Shade is a podcast I've been listening to for like two or three years uh, Brian and Aaron are comedians and they talk about uh, feminist issues and gay issues um, love that Throwing Shade fucking every week it. unstoppable I went to see them live even and they they are never not funny do you think that we are like Throwing Shade unstoppable I hope so we're every week <laughs> it's true. Maybe they listen to us. They're at 300 episodes. Once we get there, we'll talk. Okay. Then we'll be on the same planes, though. We'll see. No, we won't. We will. We're going to surpass them. That's right. Think positive. We will. They're going to be, like, hoping to get us on their show. No, they have a TV show now, too, right? Fuck. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to swing that. Uh, my number 15, Sufjan Stevens. Just 
Sufjan Stevens. Uh, <laughs> obviously, if you listen to our Christmas special, can't get away from the guy. Uh, you listen to episode 10, you heard fucking the entire song of, uh, I think, 4th of July. I forget what I fucking played. Um, I want to say the, gold? the final milkings of Carrie and Lowell. I'm glad it's over. The Carrie and Lowell era... Uh, for Sufjan is is done. We we got Carrie and Lowell live, which is probably one of the best live records I've ever heard in my life, and uh, and, and obviously going to it it brings it all back home for me, which is really great. And then we got um, just this you know a month ago or so we got the greatest gift uh, with a lot of extras and you know I demos and remixes of songs from Carrie and Lowell, which is great and totally worthwhile, especially the original songs, uh, Wallala, Lake Monster. Uh, and um, City of Roses, Portland, uh, in particular, uh, are standouts. And um, so I recommend that. And Sufjan will be something that will continue on with this podcast forever. So get Look used over to, to that. One of the greatest artists of all time. 14, Guardians of the Galaxy. It was fun to go see with you. I saw it once before that. But it's a great movie. It's really funny. Yeah, it's a great movie. I, it's weird that we did that this year. Mm-hmm. It didn't even show up on my list. 14 for me was Free Throw, Bury Your Mind. Um, uh, in particular, Randy on the Liquor, Cal Ripken Jr. Johnson, and Weak Tables. Those would be the, my three, my three big hitters. That's a great, you know, sort of. I don't even know. E- emo is like that's a weird term to like throw out on a like a mainstream type podcast. But yeah, like emo rock, a lot of emotion with these guys, but also like incredible musicianship. Number 13, Kelly. Master of None Season 2. Hell yeah. That actually came out this year. It did? So it's relevant. Oh, it came out like May. So yeah, it totally came out this year. I know. It's not like a January sneak release. Come on. I'm just saying. I mean, it feels like a long year. I know. Um, I, both seasons are incredible. Um, yeah, really incredible. It's, it's both a, a blessing and a curse that Aziz Ansari holds himself to a high standard and the people that he works with with a high standard. So we're not going to get a that seasonal release every time. You're not going to get that every year. But no. um it's worth it. I mean, yeah. It's worth the wait. Also, it dealt with topics in May that we very much are dealing with today, mm-hmm. where you have Chef Jeff being a fucking creepo. Yep. Raven Simone turning and on TV. Yep. Which was hilarious when it was like, Dev, friend of creepo. Which, yep. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. It's challenging. That's what art is. That's good stuff. Yes. So it, I think watching it today, if you've never watched it before, will probably some, be something very, probably more visceral than even watching it. Back in May. Yeah, totally. Um, my number 13 is going to be the, the Flatliners. The Flatties. The Flatties. Uh, I know. Uh, Inviting Light. The songs are fucking bangers. Hang My Head, Indoors, Wedding Speech, and No Roads is probably one of the best travel songs. Um, and they've written a lot of great ones that I've heard in a long, long time. Glow, a Netflix show. It was fucking amazing. None of these made my list. I'm so happy that you're doing this. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's about um, the glamorous uh, ladies of, of wrestling, yep. which was an actual thing that happened in the 80s. Um, it's obviously a fictionalized version of that, but um, Alison Brie is amazing, and it's just a really wonderful show. Mark Maron's in it, too, but oh, yeah. uh, it's just like a really great ensemble of uh, female actors that's uh, it's a fucking cool, it's a cool, cool it's show. It's very, cool. like, punk. I don't know. I know. I like it. <laughs> it feels that way. Especially yeah. the, the 80s LA. It's it's grimy. It's grungy. It's great. Uh, my number 12 is Zeal and Ardor, which we've talked about, but That's didn't right, delve yeah. that deep into. So Devil is Fine. Uh, that would be the songs I would recommend. Devil is Fine. Come on down. Blood in the River. Uh, dude's Swedish, but he's tapping into like, you know, slave hymns and southern spirituals. And it is a crazy ride. Uh, of, of musicality and also mixed with weird electronic 
boops and beeps and noises and and then just like really the bloodiest cool combo. yeah the bloodiest fucking black metal you've heard this side of mississippi sure i don't know anyways uh, number 11 kelly howdy taster howdy uh howdy just the band in general but yeah the album vvdy that's right it's really good. I, I really appreciate that. I never heard they were completely off my radar. It was one of those like Spotify it. Discover situations, and I love the lot. Yeah, it's badass. Uh, my number 11 is Mega Records. That's right, another cop out. Kendrick Lamar. Now, p- people are putting Kendrick number one. He deserves it. Damn is a fucking amazing record. I had a lot of fun. There's one of our first Instagram posts, there's a photo of Bob Dylan with Damn. You know, the. Just it's Times New Roman over <laughs> Kendrick's pouty face. Like yep. you don't think it's gonna be anything because it's not to pimp a butterfly. Like the excess of to pimp a Butter- butterfly was incredible. This record is on par with that. It is such a great, uh, such a great record. And on top of that as well, Lord Melodrama, one of my favorite records of the year. Why am I putting it at eleven? Because I'm a fucking crazy person. That's why. These two are just like mega records that everyone's listened to that are worth your fucking time. They're so good. And yet they're consumed by millions and millions of people. And that's not a one-to-one anymore. Or ever was. I don't know. Right. So these are two that are just, cons- you know, top fives for pretty much every critic in the country. I'm going to put them at number 11 because I'm being a dick. But I think they're amazing records that truly deserve to be in the top fives of every list out there. Kelly, number 10. Another rare thing that actually happened this year for me. Nine Inch Nails had violence. That's right. EP. Um, that EP. It was really cool to just go back and listen to some old Nine Inch Nails and just the whole I thing. I got it on that. That was like I one know. of our Mix Up Confusions, our first, our forays into what Mix Up Confusion could be. So it was a lot of fun for that. And just, I think that I like that Trent Reznor is another person and uh, is growing and not just like, he's still angsty and he'll always be the angst Oh, that king. last song was like. Yeah, he can't help himself. But like, and then getting to listen to the Vietnam soundtrack. Oh yeah, uh, right. this year too. It's that's just right. he's I, he's still like a hero of mine. Yeah, I, I think he's still a really great musician. Taskmaster. I don't know where, if that's even making the list. <laughs> I don't think you recommended it because I think I did. But um, Taskmaster is one of the most joyful experiences that I've had. It's one of my only TV shows, honestly. I put a lot of music on here. But in terms of TV, I've watched a good amount of TV, not as much as I have in the past. But I have never laughed or enjoyed it's myself so as much as Taskmaster. Funny. You got in on it. It's wonderful. It's hard to like... All I want to do is describe to you, dear listener, every Taskmaster challenge and why it's funny. But you just – you have to see it for yourself. Well, because when you say a guy throws a potato in a hole and it's a really big deal. Kelly, number nine. The internet, ego death. Hey, um, our first mix-up confusion. I know. What's around this? Um, the internet as a whole, like their three albums are good, but ego death is just really – Good. Obviously, the caveat. Have you listened to Tyler, the creators? I know, not a fan, but Tyler, he released Flower Boy. Mm-mm. Okay, because that's a perennial top five on pretty much everybody's list yeah. across the world. Yeah. I mean, I'm a very. I'd be curious. To, to I'd be listen. curious if you listen. Do you, you should do that for me. I'll try. Yeah, I mean, listen to listen to Flower Boy. We'll see how far I can get into it without him like explicitly denigrating women and talking about how gay people should die. Let's see how far you get. I'm just curious because I, I don't have a, any skin in the game. I don't know anything about it. Um, I listened to it, uh, some of it, and I didn't. Uh, you know, it's whatever. It's like, whatever. Hey, maybe he's a different person. People can change, but yeah. I Anyways, I when you brought it up, I didn't really know any of these people, and the fact that you were like, "This sucks," and then oh my god, everyone's like <laughs> loving it. Yeah. So I, again, this has happened before where people say things suck, and it's really great, like Bob Dylan's Christmas record. Fuck you all. <laughs> So you never really know. Don't trust everybody, it's right? True. And then and then you get stuck in fake news. And no, let's not do any of that stuff. But right. yes, all right, Kelly. Um, What's your number nine, Daniel? My number nine, Kelly, is Nicole Atkins, who we did talk about 
with her um, Goodnight Ronda Lee. She recorded live. We did a whole long talk about live recordings and all kinds of stuff. And uh, probably my song of the year runner-up. I know. It's called Is Listen Up. Great song. Um, also broke down luck, sleepwalking. Fantastic record. My number nine. Easy. It's a live record. Played live the way music should be. Yeah. NBC. Have you been watching season two? I have not, actually. Season two is even doper than season one. I bet it is, but... Uh, it's bonkers. I haven't watched it yet, because we're doing this thing where we wait to watch all the episodes until they're all out. <sighs> the good place. Anyways, the good place. <laughs> That'll be completely cut out. But uh, So that was, what, number eight for you? Mm-hmm. My number eight is Julian Baker. Turn out the lights. Uh, recommend song-wise appointments. Shadowboxing, Sour Breath is one of the top five songs for me of the year. Uh, and then Even in Claws on Your Back, which is the very last uh, combo of songs at the very end. Breaks your heart. There's no drums. There's no nothing. It's just a girl and a fucking piano just tearing your heart out. Number seven. Polaris. Music from the Adventures of Oh PvP. my god, that's a high seven. I know for a because eight uh, record? Uh 94? 93? Three? 90, yeah, it, it would have been 92 or 93, I think. Yeah, well, it's fucking great. It's fucking great. It was great. Yeah. Is that it? <laughs> that's it. I just love it. Number seven, uh Los Campesinos, six scenes. What a fucking great oh, yeah. record. This was one of the first records that came out in 2017. I was repping this shit for probably a good five months. Um, Song of the year. Absolutely. Uh, Sad Suppers. I will never stop listening to that for the rest of my life. But also I broke up um, in Amarente. Here's to the fourth time. God Sten Hall's uh, Hung Year, everything. There's so many great songs on that on that record. And they're a band that goes from like really sad and somber to having these like really fun records. And, and it's all really contingent on, you know, the singer and, and the lyrical content that's coming out. So it's kind of fun to like follow that journey and you can really pick a record that fits your mood. I like bands like that where you can kind of grab on to something uh, and move on to the, something else. Kelly, number six. La Chica, which I talked oh, about. Oh, La Chica. Yeah. And you have a bottle of bread, I think. Um, Shit, yeah, you did. Really recent. But it was another one of those Spotify finds that just like I had no idea. I really loved the EP. Yeah. It's great. Also came out this year. So, oh, hello. I'm actually on on. There you go. On brand. There you go. Yeah. Number six for me, Hard Girls, Floating Now. I've seen them live multiple times, multiple bands. This record is so fucking good. The rest of it is almost you got to take it as a whole. You're like, okay, this is this is good. I understand why it's good. These songs are so catchy. Puddle of Blood, Camera, Halfway to the Hearse, Guadalupe on the Banks of the Sticks are like four of the best songs of the entire year. I can't believe they made this record. Fuck yeah, Kelly, number five. Number five. One Mississippi season two. Hell yeah. I mean, one Mississippi in general, but uh, season two is just as good. I'm really glad to see Tig again. It's only six episodes. It's it's good to see Tech. It's a really nice three hours. So. And centers around things that have been happening over the past couple of past couple of months. Yep. So it is culturally relevant. And you know what else is culturally culturally relevant, Kelly? Silver the Mensigers. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I mean yes. Yes. But the Mensigers. Yeah, the Mensigers. After the party, my number five. 
this record came out in February. This was the first. This was on. I think episode two that I recommended this. Yeah. Well, you and I were listening to it when we like inserted this podcast. Right. That's true. That's very true. Um, I love the Minskers and I've loved them since 2010's Chamberlain Waits. Uh, I've seen them four or five times or so. Um, fantastic. Fantastic. This this record is um, moving out of your 20s into your 30s. I wonder what that's like. Or what that's about. That we're experiencing that currently. The little indie game that could. Oh my god, whoa. I mean, it's just so fucking good. If you're gay or like Riot Girl music, <laughs> play it. It's just two hours that you won't regret. My number four, Kelly, what's relevant? What did I say before? Civil War books! Civil War books! Yeah, I should have just swapped the two around. It would have been really great. Uh, yeah, so I recommended a couple. And and now that I start to see it, I'm like, okay, if you're a beginner and you want to know, like, how did the Civil War start? What's going on? 1861 by Adam Goodhart. That's your bag. That's where you want to start. What's Lincoln thinking? What's – Do uh, You don't know anything about Grant because Grant's not a thing. He's just over here. You know, he's just selling firewood in, in uh, St. Louis. He's just over here. Uh, McClellan's a dick. But you get to learn this whole, like, what's culture like in America in 1861? What's going on? You want to get a little bit deeper? You want to go with Grant. Uh, we spent two episodes, I did. Spent two episodes talking about Grant by Ron Chernow. Oh, my God. One of the best biographies that I've ever read in my entire life. I have such admiration for General Grant. And it's a different time. Like, caveats, throw them about. There's tons of caveats, but there is something about the way that he carries himself that just really, really speaks to me. Uh, and then finally, if, if you want to get uh, really deep, I would say um, the book that I recommended – God, this would have been a long time ago. Like in the summertime, it would have been when the monuments were coming the down. The Endless War or whatever? Um, the Destructive War. Destructive War. William Tecumseh Sherman and Stonewall Jackson and the Americans by Char- Charles Royster. Um, and that's more of an, an advanced book. So it doesn't really hold your hand through Civil War history if you want to know that. But it walks you through these two personalities as they go through um, everything from the wilderness to the to Charleston to going down to Atlanta. Like their major campaigns aren't – you know, again, they're not walking you through them. They're really psychoanalyzing, if you will – how they are perceived by the Americans watching them and sort of pinning all of their hopes on these two people throughout the war. So that's my number four, Kelly. Number three. Query. Query. There Yay. you go. I thought that would be your number one. No. Uh, Cameron Esposito's, it's an yeah. interview podcast where she talks to queer luminaries, uh, just people that are creative types. And it's, it's like really you. cool. Like me. Uh, so you're going to be on her second season. Um, I fucking wish, but uh, she has no idea I exist. That's not true. It was really cool to see her and her wife, uh, Rhea Butcher, who's also a comedian, um, back in, I think, September, October, I can remember. But uh, yeah, so the, the podcast is just like having these interview type conversations. Um, Jill Soloway, who's a creative transparent. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, Rebecca Sugar, who does um, Steven Universe. Just like a, a lot of really cool people. And it's really nice that someone's taking the time to tell our stories, to like have an oral history of this is what it means to be queer in America in, right now. And yeah. it's just really cool. Query. Yeah. Number three. My number three is Vietnam. So, that's probably my nice. highest. Um, TV, if you will, but it almost transcends TV. It doesn't really fit into that structure. So Vietnam is a visceral experience. We talked a good deal about it um, a couple of episodes ago. It came out, I think, in September. I didn't watch it probably until like October. So these are pretty recent. Uh, I would recommend going back to those episodes if you're curious to what we think. But it's still one of the um, one of 
if Taskmaster was the funniest thing I've ever seen, this was the the most moving thing that I've watched on screen. Period. This entire year, um, it it was harrowing. It, it's required knowledge. In the same way I said about Grant, this is something that I I think America should strive toward. I think that understanding Vietnam and not we already did. We already perpetuated the mistakes of it. But <laughs> I don't know. What do we think? Do we believe that we can change, or do we believe it's all fucking for naught? I don't know. I want to believe that there's change. It's possible. But I think that things like understanding Vietnam are incredibly important. Kelly, bring me out of this depression number two. Bojack Horseman. That works. <laughs> what a great show. Uh, the most recent season specifically, which I think is season four. Amazing. Um, it's just, it, I cannot believe this animated Again, TV show. Again, on stuff that are incredibly relevant to this. Gun violence this in America, uh, gender equality in America, just like in such a digestible and fucking heartening just like amazing bojack horseman i don't know netflix get like do that Give us together. <laughs> what, what are you doing my number two kelly please just, i mean s- steal yourself for this it's mystery band nice more scared of you than you are of me i have to do it i have to do it uh, i i was looking at the the albums i listened to the most of i have to i have to look at um you know how much i listen to records and Smith Street Band is one of my most listened to records of the year. I don't think it's as good as their 2014 album, but it is, it's great because if anybody's ever been in a relationship, it's really just the arc of a relationship through. And I think you can find yourself in all of those spots. And I think Will Wagner does an incredible job. I don't know, like, being the id, and and that's hard to do, where you sort of identify with this person who is singing to you and yelling at you, and also creating compelling music. I mean, all these musicians are incredible. Jeff Rosenstock um, produces the thing, and it's impeccable, because Jeff is nothing but impeccable, period. Um, one of the best records of the year. Number one, Number Kelly. Number one. Bonobo. Oh no shit. Yeah. Whoa, that Migration. is That's nuts. <laughs> I, Why? I know. Um Why number 1? I mean, did, were you like sneakily like getting some listens in on this or like what or it just like pr- profoundly like just It's so good. Crashes over. I don't know. I like I was looking back at this list of of all the things we recommended this year and I made a point to just kind of skim through the albums cuz I knew it was going to be a record or a song that was going to be my number one everything just because music's so much more powerful to me than almost any of the other medium just yeah. something like about it i don't know um i i think we can all agree here <laughs> doing a music <laughs> podcast you would I think mean, that it's important yeah yeah 15 of my top 20 were music yeah so i mean i don't know i came to bonobo a while ago but yeah it's just he's just probably my favorite artist if i pick you. yeah if i pick anybody it's gonna have to be him i'm so I'm such like not an opinionated person in my old age, um, but <laughs> consistently he's just like I can yeah. always be like that. Well, I like Bonobo, like no matter what. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the migration was a great album, and he just consistently puts out good work. And it was really fun to listen to. I know it's I, not. I, your well, no, I jam, thought but... no, it's it's not, but it wasn't not my jam. No. Like it was something that I would listen to to work to get stuff done. Like yeah. it, for me personally, I don't know what that means for for music because for me when I, I think of music I'm thinking something to like really engage with but this I know you can engage with it but if you're not into it I don't I didn't find myself engaging with it but I found myself moved by it like yeah. I was constantly going and there were moments where I did find myself engaged but it wasn't a constant thing it would be like and again it's it just it says more about who you are like I like the up tempo when it would move up a bit and then when it would slow down you just kind of like okay well go on to this article i can go on to do this thing at work i can you know it's it's nice it's not terrible to have about one it. yeah bonobo i know gonna get that sign on the window bump <laughs> everybody go out and listen to bonobo so all of these 
will be on um, a special Spotify playlist for our final recommendations. And we'll put probably a couple songs from each just to make it a big, big ass playlist for you to enjoy. My number one is pretty simple. I think you can guess what it is. Propagandi. Propagandi. Victory Lap. Victory Lap. One of the best records of the year. I mean, it is the best because I just <laughs> said it's the best. Uh, I don't know if I could go as far as to say it's their best record of their career. I understand why they would feel that way because it's certainly the politics and the world that we're living in are very different from what I consider their best, which would be Potemkin City Limits in 20, 2006. Wow, 20. 2006. Jesus Christ, don't want to say that. 2006. Um, but this record really knocked me for a loop. I did not expect it to be as subversive or as interesting or as, as just like incredibly brilliant as it is. And I think Chris Hanna is such an interesting person. He's the lead singer, the lead songwriter, lead guitarist. And I love these songs. And I love that he is all for representation of music and other people's voices. And he's been subverting that idea for years and years and years. Um, and he, he, I think, knocks it out of the park. Going forward, I don't know what Propagandi is going to do, but I am curious and I cannot wait. And seeing them live this year was incredible. And they're going to be on tour in, um, I, I don't know why I'm shilling for them, but they will be out in the Midwest in March. So if you are listening to this podcast and if you like Propagandi, go, go, go watch them. It'll change your life. Nice. And you can't bring me down with your Islamic language. Come before you dig. So Kelly, that was our top 20. How how are you? I didn't know it was going to end this way. Our lists are very different in that I run the fucking gamut when it yeah. comes to years that things have come out. Because you, you were very much like, this is the moment. I've already talked about these things. I already like these things in the past. Like, past me, I already did that. Yeah. So let's talk about what's happening right now, which I appreciate because you keep me abreast of the world at large that's happening in this moment. Yes. However, I'm constantly stuck Mostly in the 90s. So a lot of the things I recommend are like yeah. not of right now. I so don't know why he would well, – I, I love saying, that. Yeah. It's, I mean it just is what it is. But I thought yeah. that it was important that my favorite album was legitimately one that came out this one year. One that came out this year. That's good. So that's, there you go. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely – I like new stuff. I really do. I enjoy trying to keep a pace. I think I'm slowly as the years go on losing the rat race. And uh, and I, I'm okay with that. I'm I'm okay with that. But I've been pretty good over in the Spotify era. I like discovering new music. That's really my my main goal in 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 my musical life is to keep expanding. I don't really want to keep listening to the same stuff over and over. That's why I like coming to Dylan because I'm so used to it. But it, I treat it when it comes new. I treat it really fresh. I try to have a new set of eyes on it because more than likely I haven't listened to this. In fucking seven years or ten years, you know? Yeah. I mean, I can go to Last FM and see, shit, man, you listen to this, you know, June 6th, 20, 2006. Like, what are you doing? You know? Like, that's the last time? That's cool. Yeah, I think it's really rad. So, I don't mind that you have the sneaker pimps on there. I think that's badass. What are you saying? We have different lists. We do. For sure. Uh, if we didn't, this would be a terrible podcast. <laughs> Kelly, are you looking forward to anything um, in 2018? No. Do you have something to tell me that you're looking forward to? Because I don't know anything that's happening. So Black Mirror comes out tomorrow. Cool. Which we're both excited about. We yes. both love um, season three. And we love San Gino Pero. Just one of the best episodes of TV ever. We've both seen it. It's great. A <laughs> um, couple, uh, couple music and uh, movies coming out. Uh, Star Wars. How did you like Star Wars? So good. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, it's number 21 on both of our lists. Right, right, right. Um, all right, so music, Kelly. There's a couple bands that you might be interested in. Oh. January. Guess who comes out with a new record? Is it Slater Kinney? It's Howdy. Oh, no shit. Cranberry. I did see that they did a Spotify session, so I was like, oh, they must be working oh, on something. They must be working. So Cranberry nice. comes out uh, in January, I believe. 
Uh, a couple other bands coming out with stuff. Uh, this is just looking forward to 2018. Uh, MGMT comes back after seven years oh, wow, with Little yeah. Dark Age. Uh, there's a band called Off that I really like, uh, Room Inside the World. Vampire Weekend is recording, so they should be yes. coming out this year. Calexico, The Threat That Keeps Us, is coming out later on. I don't. When did we talk about Calexico? I don't know. Oh, no, they were the band with in I'm Not There. They were oh, with um, Jim right. James, right, right. so the band playing it. Yeah. A Lot Dispute is recording, so it should be coming out. Screaming Females, that, that I think I did recommend yeah. rare, very early, comes out with a new record called All At Once. Perfect Circle should have a new album coming out. I know. Did you listen to the single? I did. I liked it. And it was good? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm always like scared of those things. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm pissed that their tickets are $200 fucking dollars oh, yeah, and that right. they're playing at a mega arena because of course they are. Yeah. But like I've already seen them. I just have such mixed feelings because yeah. like I've seen them. I've seen Tool. Like, but you're excited for the record. But I am excited for the okay. record, yeah. That's good. Brian Fallon, Sleepwalkers, Wombats, Beautiful People Will Ruin Your Life, Arctic Monkeys have a new record, yeah. Fall Out Boy on, in January, Jack White, Unannounced when it comes out, Dashboard Confessional. I saw that they came back. I, I listened to their single. Is it good? No. Okay, Crooked Shadows, no interest in it. Uh, that's a world that's just way gone for me. Yes. However, I will say Senses Fail um, is another oh, band from that era. But unlike Fall Out Boy that went in a ridiculous direction or Dashboard that kind of never left it, they took a really great – they took almost like a brand new trajectory where they were sort of that pop punk band that really went – for it, uh, so they have a new record called "If There Is Light, It Will Find You," and uh, "Pianos Become the Teeth." Wait for Love is another big one. Movies, as we talked about, Star Wars, which we've seen, we like it a lot. Like it, it's great. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's great. Um, the Avengers: Infinity War. Oh yeah, that's right. I will be saying that. I probably won't. Solo, which is a Star Wars movie. Oh no shit! Han Solo. Han Solo. Is it as good, do you think, as the Star Wars movie that we just saw? Sure. Which is called The Last Jedi. Is. We saw that recently. Who's playing The Han? Last Jedi, we saw it last week. Yes. Who's playing Han? Black Panther is also coming out. <laughs> I'll definitely Black, Black Panther. Black Panther is yeah. probably the, the biggest. Well, Deadpool 2, probably. Those two are oh, probably shit. my I didn't two. Know I was gonna... nice. Those are my two ride or die ones. Black yeah. Panther for sure. Uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Oh, no. Um, I, I enjoyed Jurassic World the first time because I had to sit in the very front next to strangers because it was full. Yeah. But it was so much fun. There were so many people there. It was such a dumb fucking movie. <laughs> Ready Player One is another big one. Oh, I heard they coming. were making a movie out of that. They are. So that's a thing. Apparently people are like already mixed about it. Mary Poppins Returns, which has Lin-Manuel Miranda, Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. I want to see it just because of Lynn. The Incredibles 2, it took them 10 years, but they're finally sequeling it, which, I don't know, that sounds kind of fun. Yeah, well, Craig King Nelson's kind of a piece of shit, but sure. Who's that? He's the guy that does the voice for the Oh, the, oh he's, he's got, like, coach. the big voice. Uh, Soldado, which is a sequel to Sicario. Did you watch Sicario? Mm-hmm. Emily Blunt, and yeah, great. A lot of Emily Blunt talk. Annihilation, which is based off the Jeff Vandermeer book series. Mm. Um, it looks really, really good. Bohemian Rhapsody. Which uh, has, so the Queen rock That's off? Queen, yeah. Nice. It's uh, it's like leading up to their 1985 Live Aid performance. Mm-hmm. So everything up to that. Um, Rami Malek from Mr. Robot plays um, Freddie Mercury. No shit, that's a good pick. Brian Singer was the director, and then he got fired last week. Good, because he's a piece of shit. Yes, <laughs> and it's good to have the Brian Singer era of Hollywood over as it is for so many other pieces of shit. He got fired for being a a dick and just, he didn't show up to set because Rami Malek, like they apparently had a disagreement and Brian Singer has PTSD from that disagreement. So he can't go. So yeah, he's a all around piece of shit. So it's pretty cool. So I'm, they were 90, they said it was 95% done with the movie. Well, like Brian, how could you not have just sat out? The rest of it. He would have been done. He'd be done by now. You fucking idiot. A couple weird ones that I'm looking forward to, only on the James Franco thing. Uh, he's got a new movie called The Long Home Out, which has um, lots of people because that's what James Franco does. And he's got weird tattoos. He's got like suspenders tattooed on him. So it's yeah. like suspenders. So he's like, I don't know, some guy in West Virginia. I don't know anything about it. But when I see his face, I love James Franco. I want nothing but the best for that guy. And probably the thing that I'm the most interested in 
is a movie called The Man Who Killed Don Quixote. It has Jonathan Price from Game of Thrones. He's uh, the Sparrow. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. He is playing Don Quixote, and Adam Driver is playing somebody today in the 21st century who flickers between time to the 17th century to play Don Quixote's sidekick, uh, Sancho Panza. Don Quixote is living in the 17th century. Adam Driver shows up in the 17th <laughs> century fuck? and is mistaken for Sancho Panza, and they go off on a journey. What? That's all I want to watch. It's directed by Terry Gilliam. This is probably the thing that I'm looking forward to the most. All right, so that was our top 20 for the year and what we're looking forward to in 2018. But what we're here for today, Kelly, is Bob Dylan. Did you know that this is a Bob Dylan podcast? I mean, I forget often. I forget often, too. Well, you can find us at SOTWpod, SOTWpod.com, Twitter, Tumblr, all the stuff that the kids are using. <laughs> um, you can also find us, most importantly, at Patreon.com slash SOTWpod. Check it out. Yeah, check it out. See see our structure, you know? See how you feel. See how you feel. You can get lots of cool stuff. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> if it's up your alley. We hope that it is up your alley. If you've had a great time with us, we have a great time with you. Times ain't what they used to be. Times ain't what they used to be. Tell you people, Lord, you can't take it from me. Well, I've seen better days, but I'm putting up with these. And that is it for today. So thank you so much for tuning in to our top 20 recommendations and what we're looking forward to in 2018. As you could tell from the beginning of this podcast, we sort of alluded to a second half. So that second half is actually going to come out on Sunday. So we'll see you then for probably something if you're into Bob Dylan. Uh, this is a Bob Dylan podcast. You might be interested in we go through all the songs. And really, we kind of break it down not only with um, scientific uh, rankings from Kelly, but also sort of the differentials between where we placed and ranked the songs. I thought it would be kind of fun just to see what songs I valued versus how you know how what she valued and, and what was the difference between so we're going to get really deep into the math um that episode's going to be about you know about a half an hour or so so um tune in for sunday tune in on sunday to listen to that and we will then see you on monday for new year's day for our season two preview and we will pick our new song that we will then start season two officially on the 8th of january so we'll see you on sunday i'll give you sugar for sugar you won't salt for salt Give you sugar for sugar, but you want salt for salt. And if you can't get along, honey, it's your own damn.